Boston PD, spit in my mouth or I'll shoot myself in the fucking head. Boston PD, suck on my toes and gag on them or I'll shoot myself in the foot. <laughs> Boston PD, put on a size 12 heels and step on my nuts. Now, do it now. Boston PD, shave your pubes and put them in a plastic bag and hand them over. Boston PD, pull your scrotum out and spread it over the tip of your penis so it just looks like one big brain. Do it now! Boston PD, fold your penis and balls underneath your thighs and squeeze them together so it looks like you have a mangina and send me, send me a picture of it on Facebook! Boston PD, I'm coming in! What's that right there? What's that right there? What's this right here? Yeah. What's this right here? Yeah, what's that right there? Oh, this ain't nothing but a little something that I got. Little something that I got. Little something that I got. This just might be the flavor you crave nightly. I'll give it to you nicely. Oh, so go ahead and try me. Them girlies wanna. Exactly, because the dads literally have no bearing on the structure of a family. You can swap the husbands and literally nothing will change. That's why it's wife swap. Because <laughs> <laughs> the husbands literally will both be like, okay, let's just like hang out in the computer room. And <laughs> oh, you guys do like shit? I can do that. Oh, so he treats you like shit and he doesn't take care of the kids and he just like goes to work and then like goes to bed or like watches TV real late. He's like, do we have to swap back? <laughs> I'm loving it here. I'm loving it. God shit. <laughs> you guys but, live in Kansas? Yeah. Meanwhile, and wife swap, they take the way that a house is run deeply personally. Insane. They instantly become furious. Right. Before they even meet the family. Like when they do like the initial, like the wife's, you know, where they have to like read the binder mm-hmm. of yes. like the, the guide to the house. Right. How my house is run. A complete collection. They're like, I hate this cunt <laughs> and I can't wait to meet her ugly kids and what, like that kind of shit. That's They're like, saying like that aggressive type stuff. Like, before she even has to perform any of the duties. That's also how the kids feel. Like, an eight-year-old will be like, fuck this fat bitch. I'm not right. listening to a thing she says. She's not You're my You're not my mom. Boom. Slam the door. <laughs> yeah, Slam literally. The door. Yeah. They're crazy. screaming and crying. They take, like, like, one house will have, like, the seven-year-olds be doing, like, math problems in the car, and then the other one will have the seven-year-olds literally calling the mom a bitch and right. a cunt and a exactly. whore. Make me a plate of goldfish, cunt. Make it cunt. Make it cunt. <laughs> make it cunt. Now make it cunt. Now make it cunt. Yeah. <laughs> there was this episode I watched recently of this really fat kid who, like, he had normal. I must said normal siblings. Is it the opposite of fat is normal? <laughs> he had some skinny siblings. So he had some skinny siblings. Mm-hmm. And um, he was, like, 
he doesn't leave his room. They were like, we'll be surprised if you even see so-and-so because he's like obsessed with being in his room and playing video games and whatever. Yeah. So naturally the mom takes away his video games. Nope. Instantly nuclear. Nope. Yeah. He's <sighs> weeping face down in the floor, crying, throwing shit around, totally losing his mind. He physically throws himself down the stairs. <laughs> me with an xbox <laughs> actually he's like tumbling down the stairs and they're like oh my god matthew <laughs> we just said you have to come to the state fair it's one day one day without your xbox he's like <gasps> he like can't even speak he's so upset yeah i mean that's every like little boy yeah. Don't take away their video games, girl. No, I mean, you're in for a hell, a hell of a world. I think I said this last, like, one of our episodes where I was such a huge gamer as a child, like, inseparable from my computer and laptop and my, uh-huh. or Xbox, rather. So, so when my parents would take away the shit, I would annoy the fuck out of my parents in the most Until passive way. it was, way. like, over. I would, like, follow them mm-hmm. and be like, what are you doing? <laughs> like I used to make their life hell. I used to be like a psycho, yeah, because yeah. I'd be like, "Oh, okay, well, I, I won't bother you if you just give me my Xbox back." Right, exactly. That's all it'll take. And they're like, "Nope, two more days." I'll be go. out of your hair. Okay, right. okay. What are you making? What are you doing? What, what are, are you, you doing? <laughs> Should I go to bed? No, <laughs> no. I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm not gonna shower. I'm gonna shower later. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> just yeah, exactly. I have the gift to gab even then. Yeah, kids need to be smarter. <laughs> I was practicing podcasting as a child. <laughs> With a, with a comb instead of a mic. The comb. <laughs> yeah. With a hot comb. Instead of a mic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, I miss shows like Wipe Swap. We talked about old shows back in the day. Last yeah. episode, I think. Wipe Swap's really, really good. They have a new one. Like a reboot. Um, it's on some horrible channel that's like impossible. I don't even. I don't even know. You have to like get like a whole special app and whatever. Is the reboot like ex-wife swap? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like there's dykes and stuff. Oh, work. Um, <laughs> sure, that pans out really yeah. well. Um, but it's actually just as good as the original show. Sometimes uh, when they do the 2020, it's not. It's not kicking in the same way. Oh it's, boy! It's the kids that make the show. Oh, completely! It's the kids that are like, you think we're going on a fucking family walk? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. There's this one woman <laughs> who I'm obsessed with. Mm-hmm. She's like one of these people who, like, she's 35 and mm-hmm. her husband is like 26, obsessed or something. Yeah. And they have a kid together and they own a tanning salon together. No con. And uh huh. And they are the kind of people who like have. 40 people over from the neighborhood to like have a rager until five in the morning in their house on a Wednesday. (laughs) Like most days they're like, we love drinking tequila until four in the morning. And our three-year-old is allowed to stay up as late as he wants and be part of the party. Are these Mexicans? No. Oh, they're both white (laughs) and huge. (laughs) So they're like doing all these parties Mm -hmm. and the kid is really sweet, but he's like so miserable because he's so sleep deprived. So he's like crying all the time. Yeah, totally. He's really cracked out as fuck. Um, And she, the wife, that wife has Mm -hmm. to swap to like the most orderly, perfect beautiful home where they have like 9 p.m. bedtime and it's like Mm -hmm. perfect sorority ex-sorority mom yeah who's like (laughs) just totally like the most beautiful perfect blonde woman you've ever seen in your life wow and the husband is such an ocd psychopath that he literally vacuums the kids like he takes a vacuum and vacuums the wife and children down 
that's crazy because like, he's OCD, so paranoid about dust yeah ocd will come out strong in those situations right like i'm gonna comb the carpet right that's yeah. it's that level of psycho psychosis yeah so the party mom she says this is not a place for children children are not allowed to play in this home so i've decided i'm gonna unleash all of the toys in the whole house and i'm gonna pour them all over the floor and i'm gonna shoot glitter cannons and bullshit <laughs> so she trashes the house i'm gonna trash this home <laughs> It's like these princess tents and like Legos and bullshit all over the floor. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm sure it's like a culture shock for the kids. I'm sure the kids are like, what are you doing? The kids are literally like, um, like trying to clean up. <laughs> yeah, they're doing the dishes. <laughs> literally, the kids are like, we're going to go do the laundry, you fucking yeah. freak. Um, yeah, the kids are um, taking the, the lint out of the dryer. Yeah. yeah. So she's walking to go outside to have like a conversation with the husband. Mm-hmm. And they're like going to make a drink and like have a connection bonding moment. Mm-hmm. And on her way out the door, she trips over a toy truck and eats shit. <laughs> in front of the husband so, like literally it's like a face plant where she goes like, like <laughs> <laughs> and she slams into the floor and the husband is trying so hard not to laugh but he's literally like um do you think that's maybe because you fucking trashed my entire house <laughs> you can't take one step without fucking injuring yourself because this is so dirty and insane he's like did you ever think about that like a fire truck should not be on the floor <laughs> right like right in front of the doorway like right there in front of like a large like step down <laughs> being like being the dad and just being like such a cunt <laughs> and then in the confessional the, the girl is like crying and she's like big girl down big girl down <laughs> It's so good. Yeah. She literally like sound effects and like fucking banana peel slipping. Like the husband goes, damn, there goes the house foundation. Damn, exactly. Oh fuck. I'm gonna get the foundation done again. I just heard a cement crack. Yeah. (laughs) We're gonna have to (laughs) re-cement the whole yard. God damn it. Fuck. The wife's not gonna be Yeah, the wife's not gonna be happy to see this. Mm. And then the beautiful, perfect wife. Beautiful they send over to party house. And they make her like get on the husband's shoulders and, and she's like doing shots, doing like great. chicken fights in the pool and doing shots of tequila and like she's fucked she's up living. off of she's nothing. L- yeah, yeah. And she like organizes their garage and that's her change. <laughs> she organizes the garage <laughs> and she's like, "That was so productive." Exactly. Mm-hmm. And they all wind up crying together and they love each other. Work. Great Wife's- television. I fucking love Wife Swap. Who wouldn't? Really, yeah. it's, it's the perfect show, to it's be great. honest. It's great. And it also seems like one of the few reality television shows that's completely just, tr- like, not fake at all. It seems so not fake. Like, there's no way you could just... Like, like, when I was in middle school, if a white bitch came into my home and tried to be like, no, 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 we're doing carrots and broccoli. Right. I'd be like, holy oh. shit. <laughs> you are in for a storm. Right. I'd be, like, I'd be like, okay, Helen. Okay. I'd be like, secretly, like, heating a hot pocket. I only speak Feeding Spanish broccoli to her. broccoli dog. Right, exactly. Pretending yeah. I don't even speak English. Can you pick that up? Yo no sé. No habla. <laughs> Say it like that. <laughs> yeah. A lo siento. No, no lo hablo. siento. Yeah. <laughs> me to my fake mom. <laughs> me to the wife swap yeah. mom. <laughs> I like go out of my way to make her life hell. Right, exactly. It's yeah. insane. What time should I pick you up from school? I don't fucking know. Fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah, it's like either they're the best actors of all time, like mm-hmm. every single person ever casted as the best actor in history, right? Or it's completely real. Yeah. Do you remember? Um, it's ex- a little too real. Do you remember Extreme Home Makeover? Oh, of course I do. Yeah, love that one. Love that shit. Yeah. Any HGTV mm-hmm. is really just kind of my jam. Like, oh, you love NASCAR? I made your entire house a car. Yeah. 
<laughs> so you can oh, we bitch we heard you love pools so we put a pool in your pools so you can swim while you swim in you heard you like traveling so we just got you an rv right and we sold your house and we sold your house right hey. from under you pit my ride hey <laughs> <laughs> Um, work. I also heard that pimp my rides completely fake. I can see that because some of the cars were so dumb, and it, they would be like, no, they literally put like boxes that lit up and shit, and like, they would not be real like cool subwoofers or like whatever. It would be like literally like light boxes and props and stuff, and then they would just like add music. It makes sense to like yeah. we installed a hot tub in your Toyota Corolla. Right, exactly, and like your Lincoln Continental, like <laughs> like right, like, like a straight up like a moat, like it's just not. It's there not was possible. There was one episode where they had you know how when you go to the bank and you put the tube in the thing and then it goes shoot. Mm-hmm. So they had that in the car because their reasoning reason? was that it was a three seater. So they were like, oh, the people in the back can send you a message up front, and the tube system went around the roof of the car. But is it like a constant like vacuum suction going on? I have no idea. I just remembered that episode so vividly (laughs) because I was like nine being like, why the fuck would you just, why do you need that? I mean, girl, like just talk like three roses. I mean, the car's not that big. Just fucking talk, girl. Yeah. Kind of major, but that that is one of those things where it's like, that's for sure big. Besides like subwoofers and LEDs, what more could you put in a car? Exactly. Like a closet? Right. Anything that wouldn't cause like extreme maintenance or like beyond danger. We put an air fryer in a car. I'm like, hell yeah. Hell yeah, girl. Fuck yeah. People used to get, like, tell me horror stories about how they, like, set up, like, a Wii, like, the Wii on their um, mm-hmm. minivan screens, and yes. then they'd, like, get electrocuted. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, your car is, like, not powerful enough to, like, support the Wii, so it'd be, like, short-circuiting and, like, zapping kids. <laughs> I fucking love that. Major. Love that. <laughs> Dying for Wii tennis. Dying for Wii tennis in my car. That's me. How do you do the Wii shit in your car when you're sitting and strapped in? There's I know, no the room. motion controls, too. I mean, come on. I feel like it would really be fucking it up. Yeah. So, did you always know that an SUV was, like, the type of car and not, like, a car? Like, the model? Like, there's one Ace. Yeah, like, there's one SUV. Yeah, I did know that. Mm-hmm. Same mm-hmm. thing with, um, like, But a it's only door. because, as a child, my mom pretty consistently owned SUV-type cars, so when the car would consistently change and it would continue to be referred to as an SUV, I used my contact clothes. See, I didn't. I'm a fast thinker. <laughs> Up know. until a couple weeks ago, maybe? Or maybe a couple months. I don't know when, but oh, really? a friend had to be like, what do you think an SUV is? I'm like, it's a car. It's a car. It's, a it's, this, ha- it's a, this one. <laughs> a Hyundai SUV. Right. I'm like, it's this car. And they go, okay, what do you think this is? I'm like, not an SUV. Like, no, that's also an SUV. And I'm like, how does that make sense? <laughs> right. What's the, Where's the math on that? Where's the math? <laughs> yes. This is a couple weeks ago. I'm like, hello. Yeah, I thought an SUV was like one car, like a like a Toyota SUV or like or like a Kia S. Like, I don't know. I don't, You're, um, I don't know. Retarded. I'm really retarded. I think I'm but, realizing how retarded. <laughs> that's really. Because what's the one that you call like the four door, like the small, like your car? What do you call that? A sedan. See, and I thought a sedan was, was one another car. type of car. Yeah, like if you said that you had no. a sedan, I'd be like, no, you don't. You told me you had a Corolla. Uh, a Corolla, honey. <laughs> I have the Elantra. And in my defense, I never don't have a license. Right, exactly. That's yeah. fair. You really have no reason to know. If someone was like, "Can you put gas in my car?" I would actually not know how. Um, yeah, that was a big struggle for me when I first got my car, too. Mm-hmm. I poured gasoline all over my jeans the first time. <laughs> I Did you they... wear the jeans for the rest of the day, too? Because um... 
I fucking would. I'd be like, this is cologne, baby. Yeah. Mmm. Mm. Tasty candy. Do you smell like gasoline? Thank you. Do my jeans smell like chloroform to you? They go, what the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, I've been drinking a lot of Mountain Dew. Sorry, girl. <laughs> um <Not> that monster. Because <laughs> I thought when you took the gas pump out, you had to hold the handle. <laughs> <laughs> to take it out, I thought it was like a lock feature, not like the pump. So it was still like pissing when you... Right, so it was like spraying gasoline like as I poured it out. And I was like, fuck, fuck, like I have to get it in the hole. And then I just saw a TikTok of a girl who didn't know what she was doing either. But she kept spraying it all over the gas station. <laughs> to her friend, she's like, what am I do? What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And the friend's cracking up filming the TikTok. Literally. It's like, just literally just let go. And like gas just keeps coming. Yeah. And you have to pay. But, like, what does the gas station do when there's gasoline all over everywhere? That's a hazard. One match and it's gone. Per. I mean, that's in general kind of, like, the risk of a gas station. But also... Yeah. I'm gonna... This is... I'm taking a real gamble here <laughs> saying this fact about science. I'm <laughs> be wrong. I think gasoline evaporates really easily. And it goes away real fast, so you don't have to, like... That would check out because that's why it's such a strong smell, is because it's the liquid literally turning into a gas. Great. And we're smelling it. Whereas water, no smell. <laughs> Sophomore year chemistry, I will never forget right. when I was told that when you, like, smell a fart, you're actually smelling, smelling like, feces. shits of particle. Yeah, yeah like particle crumbs. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. That's disgusting. It's horrible. It's the really, gasoline, really little, little pieces of gasoline. liquid gasoline in my nose work i heard that the fastest way to get cancer if you ever wanted it <laughs> i heard <laughs> no, you didn't hear this from me no, let's be no, clear. you ain't heard from this from me let's be clear on that you know i'm not one to gossip but, but i heard fastest? that the fastest way to get cancer is to make microwave popcorn right and then you open up the bag and you inhale the fumes my aunt who's a nurse also told me not to do that she was like don't do that no no I mean, you really shouldn't even have a microwave in your house in general yeah and then, like, just smell the fumes. That's, like... Like, if I'm going to be someone who's, like, masks don't work. Like, there's no way that, like, <laughs> yeah. the plastic door, like, <laughs> with the, like, little slit in the side where I can see the light coming through is protecting me from the microwave. Like, when I envision my home, and I envision my central AC and heat, and I envision uh-huh. my microwave and my fridge and my TV and the Wi-Fi, something, something in there yeah. is going to kill me right. via radiation. Something. Some people have, like, a very incredulous response when they hear about people who are, like, conspiratorial about 5G. Mm-hmm. Like, when people are like, 5G, or then we're going to the frogs gay, and, you know, like, whatever, <laughs> 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 all this kind of shit is, like, yeah. I don't really have that kind of visceral reaction to it, because I'm like, I mean, yeah, like, it's a cell signal. Of course it's doing something to your brain. Oh, my God, they're putting chips in us. I'm like, yeah, and? Yeah, girl, they're cooking my shit. They, I'm But slowly- they've been doing that. Right, right. All right. those years that I ate, like, green ketchup and, like, the Shrek, the Shrek, Shrek food Shrek up. <laughs> like, you don't think? Right. Girl, the like, FDA is not looking out for me like that. The FDA just started doing their job maybe 15 years ago. Right. Maybe. Right. If I stop, if I just stop taking this pill that I'm on just for, like, three days, right? <laughs> yeah. The chance of me committing suicide is, like, astronomical. There's not a number. There's not a percentage. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not a question. It's a, it's a, it's a matter of probability. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or, like, all, I don't even, I mean, like, just looking around this, this home, this beautiful home. There's something. If it's not in here, it's, like, the sky. Right. There's something in there. The chemtrails. <sighs> The yeah. satellites. So something's going to get me. And this is why, mm-hmm. you know, when people try to preach to me about 
cigarettes, for example, or cocaine, or you know, like I have to stop talking about doing drugs in the show. I keep saying this, and I keep talking about it. Cocaine. <laughs> You're like, I need to. Start. I need to. Uh, or you know, like just fucking generally like microwavable goods various like preservatives in my food mm-hmm. putting my phone up to my fucking face all day long or just holding it or keeping it like generally near my re- reproductive organs all day long yeah that kind of situation mm-hmm. something's gonna get me yep. you know mm-hmm. so why not cut up and have a good time yeah my theory yeah. that the world is gonna end literally in the next 20 years at some random point uh-huh. probably still true right exactly so i view everything through that lens exactly. and then on top of that um, have you seen any of the recent like nicot- anti nicotine commercials? Because like we yes. had we had above the influence when we were like in middle school. Well, now high it's school. all about vaping. It's all about anti vaping, and it's just like fucking. The commercial will literally be this like Ooh. monster, this like fantastical monster made out of metal. Like and then beating that whole- the shit out of a child. <laughs> yeah, and then it just goes in their lungs and like this is happening to your child. Like, I mean, like, are fucking crazy. Not really, though. Like, really, but <laughs> right? Yeah, like I'm not like, like I'm not like metal. inhaling. I don't know. I mean, maybe I am, but yeah. There's like, there's metal in your vape. I mean, yeah, girl. I mean, yeah, but like, that's. Do you think people that vape care even about that? No, I mean, people didn't care about cigs. Because then you're telling people to go back to cigs. Right. My tummy's grumbling. I want to see if you can hear it. Like, oh, you, you hear any? No. Mm-hmm. Not, it's not no. powerful enough. Mm-hmm. Maybe next time. She's not kicking. No. <laughs> She's like, the baby's, <laughs> the not, baby's kicking. not kicking. The no. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so all that is to say that it was totally okay for me to buy a $120 hoodie this weekend. <laughs> it's a good hoodie! I know! I saw the picture. It's a really good hoodie. You know, I, I always say this. Sometimes you touch the fashion and it changes your life. <laughs> and the fashion touches you. Exactly! Yeah. If you reach out and touch the fashion, the fashion may just touch you if you're not mm-hmm. careful. Every day is a fashion show and the world is your runway. Period. I think that was Shakespeare who said that. <laughs> Was it, was it Wordsworth? Definitely <laughs> not Audrey Hepburn. No, definitely not. <laughs> I think Shakespeare. I think that was Gandhi. You know what? I think that might have been Gandhi who said, touch the fashion, change your life. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I did have a moment. I put on a hoodie today. Work. My new, my new one. Beautiful. Love it. So comfortable. I think it is safe to say that we are in the full swing of fall. I know. I'm wearing a cable knit sweater right now. My Exodia <gasps> hoodie. I know. That's a cute hoodie too. I love it. And then the blue eyes one is even cuter because mm-hmm. it's blue and then it has the white dragon. Every time I think of blue eyes white dragon, I think of that person who follows this uh, blue, blue eyes, eyes white faggot. Yep. I literally. <laughs> that is the funniest fucking name. Um, when I got the hoodie, I sent it to him and I was like, I need to show you this first. Cause yeah. Because you are a blue eyes white faggot after all. It's an iconic name. It's so true. Mm-hmm. That's like my <laughs> one childhood thing that I'm holding on to is I'm like, I'm just going to buy a shit ton of Yu-Gi-Oh things. Yeah. Like, like, I know I'm that, so hooked on Yu-Gi-Oh no like, matter what. Like the inner child shit is I know cringe, but I'm like, but now I'm just going to buy really dumb Yu-Gi-Oh right, shit. Right, exactly. I mean, I make grilled cheese for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> Not I mean. And you know what? I spiced it up and I thought I was all cool because I put bacon bits in it. That's spicing it up for sure. It was cunt. That and then I really dipped good. it in tomato bisque. That sounds lovely. Yeah, you know what? It actually maybe was kind of major. That was really kind. Con- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I take that's, it back. Yeah, that's completely adult. There's not a child thing about that. There's nothing childish about a bisque. Mm-mm. Not one. Oh, come on, a bisque. Tomato bisque. <laughs> a bisque. I love a good bisque. I love a good bisque. Mm. We used to sell biscuit noodles in company. Did you? Oh yeah, yeah. The yeah, tomato bisque. The tomato bisque. Tomato bisque. We had the Thai curry, and then we had the chicken noodle, and then they got rid of the Thai curry because no one ate it. Yeah, I wouldn't. It smelled like a candle. 
low key. <laughs> and I love Thai food, but like the noodles and company Thai curry smelled horrible. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, yeah, bad. Not Thai good. food to me. It's also soup come like that came in a bag. It smells like sewage. Like I just I'm not really <laughs> I'm not a big Thai. I don't I, know. I really like Thai food. And I think my dad got me into Thai food, but I don't even love like Chinese food recently. Like I've like the last couple rounds of like Chinese food I've had. I think it's maybe because Chicago has fucking horrible Chinese food. Really bad unless you. Oh my god! Like famously bad Chinese food, especially up north. I will say up north, I have not found a good Chinese food place. Late night, I tried everywhere. Like Mm -hmm. I've literally gone around the fucking world, and what it ends in is extreme stomach pain. Mm Hmm. And it's not even good. Like, it's not even that, like, good MSG fantasy. It's really not. The only place that I found that is good, like, it has, like, almost everything I want to say. It's called Late Night Thai, and Uh it's right over here. Uh Uh-huh. And they have, like, sushi, and they have, like, the orange chicken sesame chicken, and they have, like, the pet siu, and they have everything. Yeah. Well, I kind of live for, like, Penny's Noodles, Mm -hmm. which is another really good kind of Thai-ish place. Yeah. That one's pretty good. There's a lot of fall places in Chicago, I feel, too. Yeah. I'm trying to get into the Asian geesh. I feel <laughs> very, <laughs> I just don't have a lot of um I don't know. I'm I'm feeling kind of whale like recently and I think it's because I've Work. I've kind of devolved into like the fast casual um like whenever I get lazy and I don't bring food to work, it's always just like whatever's near me, like n- fucking noodles, mm-hmm. bagels, fucking pot belly like just retarded yeah. shit that makes me feel so bad afterward especially because your location has so much nearby too girl i know and like the mm-hmm. but like the like the ramen moment like mm-hmm. a little ramen ball never felt bad in my whole life after eating something like that yeah mm-hmm. truly so <sighs> you know just, shout out to my asian <laughs> i just need to find good places that's what it boils down to i think mm. i'm really comfortable with a lot of the places i like up north in chicago that i just need to start venturing out and trying new places again yeah. Because I never hate it, but there's something about trying a new place and then it being not good that you're just like, wah, wah. If any Chicago tards out there have any recommendations for me, <laughs> shut, hit my line. Yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> um, well, I guess we can talk about some things. Let's do it. Uh, we have a couple things on the Dakalina today. We have... The Dakiana. The Dakiana boots. We have <laughs> <laughs> Lena Dunham's pride casket. Mm-hmm. We have bros... The Billy Eichner movie flopping. Mm-hmm. And we have, what was the other thing? Oh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmy. Jeffrey Dahmy. Mm-hmm. And Jeffrey Dahmer. the various <laughs> controversies associated with it. Work. <clears throat> Who Work. <laughs> Work. <laughs> Who do we want to start with? Um, I feel I have the most to say about the last two. Which was Bros and... And Dahmer. Jeff, Jeffy. So what was the first one? Lena. Let's do Lena first. Okay, yeah. We'll knock it out. Small potatoes. Small potatoes. <laughs> I love small potatoes. <laughs> Me too. I love a yeah. small potato. <laughs> just pop it in. <laughs> you go to the movie theaters and set up popcorn, I just get a shit ton of small potatoes. Can I get a couple little potatoes in the park? <laughs> Can I oh get God. a large... 45 minutes ago, North Korea just flew a missile over Japan. Really fun stuff. All right. So Lena Dunham. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> North Korea just flew a missile over Lena Dunham's house. Over Lena Dunham's house. Oh my God, police! <laughs> we need to figure something out fast. <laughs> Please help her. North Korea was so pissed about this tweet. They flew- <laughs> got right past all the borders. Yeah, exactly. They flew a missile over Lena Dunham's Tribeca loft as a warning. <laughs> the missile didn't land anywhere. It just flew right over. <laughs> Try that shit again, bitch. Yeah. Say one more thing, Lena. <laughs> I think Kim Jong-un's coming for you. 
So today, Lena Dunham tweets, when I go, I want my casket to be driven through the New York City Pride Parade with a plaque that reads, she wasn't for everyone, but she was for us. Who can arrange? (laughs) Who can arrange? This now has 4,000 quote tweets. (laughs) And how many likes? They've beaten her ass. Um, She's not quite ratioed. It does have 6,000 likes. She's skating. She's skating on thin, thin ice. Just (laughs) barely. She's about to fall. Um, Um... You go first. How do you feel? Well, obviously, she's right. She's so right. And she's so funny. Yeah. I love Lena Dunham and everything she does. She's never done anything wrong in her whole life. Mm-hmm. I've never heard anything she's ever said and thought it was wrong. Agree. Completely agree. <laughs> never <laughs> hear out of- Literally never. Yeah. Like, I, if you read through a list of Lena Dunham-related controversies, pretty much all of them, I can see where she's coming from. <laughs> <laughs> Always understand her side. Exactly. I totally yeah. hear her side of the story at the end of the day. <laughs> I don't feel she's really ever done anything reprehensible. Yeah, I agree. Um, is Lena Dunham for the gays? Sure. I mean, yes. Like, in, the, in the same way, we're like, who else is for the gays? Mm. Like, what does she equate Like, in to? the same fashion as Lena Dunham? Yeah. Because I don't think <sighs> she's explicitly for the gays. No, like Fran Lebowitz is for the gays in a similar way where it's like, she's not really for the gays. <laughs> right. Like she doesn't, like she doesn't do everything for gay people. Right. But she does speak to gay people she, deeply. She speaks to gay people. That's what it is. Like I was on, on Twitter today, there was that video of Sinead O'Connor ripping up the photo of the Pope on SNL <laughs> while she's singing. And I was like, that's a very gay moment. <laughs> that's a gay moment. <laughs> and it wasn't for gay people, but it certainly, you know, was for them. Yes. Yeah, certain things just... Not, gravitate. Inten- not intended for, yes, but certainly resonated with. Will be consumed and digested by, by gay, gay people. people for all of history. Yes. That's season one of Girls. I agree. Mm-hmm. Really all seasons, but I don't think people are ready to have that conversation. But like when people like want to rewatch Girls, it's usually like season one and then you kind of, you know. And then you kind of taper off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like season one will always be just as good and I will always be down to rewatch season one. It's, it's for the gays. Mm-hmm. I did rewatch par- parts of season six recently mm-hmm. like that one episode where like elijah tries out for the basketball musical and it like <laughs> like the whole episode where it just right. off. Yeah. exactly and mm-hmm. that one to me it does feel like some other shows mm-hmm. but girls there's literally never been another show like it like season one girls nothing looks like that no one talks like that nothing's as good as that right yeah Ugh. completely agree and it's one of those things where you have to watch from start like right. true start to get why season six is like that mm-hmm. is it's like no like it made the work because it's like we already did that whole thing like we, we did that vibe like we don't need to do like the poverty like <laughs> yeah right we already did it <laughs> yeah um like we're over that arc yeah they all get jobs and the world gets a little brighter yes mm-hmm. so <laughs> the world gets a little brighter uh that's maybe why there's that seismic change in it but mm-hmm. i mean i don't think i can think of any other show that resonates specifically with gay people so strongly right where people hate the creator that much yeah, that's the other thing is that gay people also seem to have... She's kind con- Okay. <clears throat> Here's my thesis. Yeah. Lena Dunham... <laughs> Let me clear my throat. Hold on. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. <laughs> Lena <laughs> Dunham is exactly like Azealia Banks in that <laughs> she speaks so strongly the language of the faggot that there's something deep being spoken to you that a lot of people, the right faggots, mm-hmm. can cut through the noise and realize that you're being given a serious gift and you better appreciate it and look past the drama, right? That's true. It's people being like, now, wait a minute. Right. She's saying something. Right. She's spitting, She's Your spitting. Honor. Yeah. And, right. 
but <laughs> just spin your honor but then there's a, the inverse kind of faggot the wrong kind of faggot mm-hmm. will focus on the surface surface level surface and surface level on what is kind of the commentary around the stuff that you really should be appreciating and cherishing as a gift mm-hmm. but really it's just like instead of enjoying it and letting yourself have fun and letting yourself receive this gift mm-hmm. what you're doing is like getting mad about a tweet or like an instagram story and it's always annoying because people just love that people love to get mad and angry mm-hmm. about stuff for mm-hmm. no reason so it's really easy to call someone out when they're just paying attention to everything yeah. around and not yeah yeah and if i think about like the people who are like my big like favorite like cultural figures mm-hmm. it's all people like that really yeah hello kitty hello kitty Everyone hates her. <laughs> hate the bitch. Can't stand hate her. Hate that fucking little whore. But always Three speaks. apples tall. Fuck you. Fuck her. But you know what? She speaks. From the heart. Proudly. <laughs> and like Lena Dunham, like Azealia Banks, Lana. Mm-hmm. People loathe. Or loathe. She's kind of more universally beloved now. Yeah. I feel like she doesn't get as much hate nearly anymore. I agree. Yeah. But back in the day. Oh boy. Oh, it was fucking insane. Every time she given a magazine interview, people were ready to kill themselves and her. Right. <laughs> so, people that were fans of her. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> so those three are like to give like I mean for like Dasha. <laughs> <laughs> like people who are like, you know, regularly pinned to the cross. But mm-hmm. if you just accept the gifts yep. and block out the rest. It's work. a better experience. Exactly. Yeah. You can get you can get down to the thesis of why someone's saying and doing stuff. Right. A lot easier. And you can resonate right. with that. Exactly. Like Dasha can tweet about the Pope being fake as much as she wants. And I'm right. still gonna gag, right? <laughs> like I'm like, I'm not gonna be like, oh, I'm not, like engaging with shit that I don't care about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like in the same way, like when Azealia Banks is like, you your your pussy is balls to like trans people and stuff. Yeah. Like when that kind of shit happens, it's like, right. But, like, heavy metal and reflective. Exactly. And you could just tune that out mm-hmm. and accept that there's some psychotic shit mm-hmm. always being spouted by this person. Right. And, you know, just continue on with your life and mm-hmm. have a good night. Right, exactly. And turn up and watch <laughs> girls. And turn up. Domino's Pizza? Domino's Pizza, Poppy. That night. <laughs> Wow, you that really was had... that was the night that separated the men from the boys. The night of so much noise, right? <laughs> so much noise, so much and it was really was easy made. to get lost. But if you just really stick with her, yeah, girl, I promise. It was, it was, <laughs> <laughs> and like the fucking like that was okay. So like that was the perfect example. The mm-hmm. cards were stacked, right? so stacked. She had already been calling Zayn Malik a sand N-word all day long. It was days long. And then she entered a beef with a seven-year-old right afterward. Right after. And was having a public psychotic break on Periscope. So Periscope. <laughs> right. Oh my God. And that day, I think, really was like, you either were going to be like down with it, or you were not going to be down with it. Like, riding, riding for the ride, or you got off the ride and you were like, nope. Exactly. So, I think the girls should have learned to appreciate Lena Dunham. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I do have to say is this. I feel many episodes ago, I've probably talked about this before. Lena Dunham did not molest her sister. Right. Okay. Yep. This is something I have to see and get mad about over and over and over again. Every single time Lena Dunham trends, every single time there's something happening with her, it's always some fucking turf bangs retard some dumb bitch with like Billie Eilish green and black hair mm-hmm. and like a pony beads necklace is being like Lena Dunham molested her sister 
and she's a child rapist. And if you read the fucking book, mm-hmm. which you idiots should do, pick no up a read goddamn a copy. No one's going to read a book. No. Right. Of course. Come of on course. now. Yeah. Come on now. <laughs> These people, it is the most, if you read that book and you skim past, and you read past the part that people are re- referencing in that. Mm-hmm. Where Lena Dunham was like fishing pebbles out of her sister's <laughs> pussy <laughs> because the sister is dragging her pussy across the sidewalk because she's like one and like a baby and retarded. Yeah. And then in an act of you know horrific yeah. <laughs> care, and it's an it's an overshare for sure. But that's like the whole premise of the book. She the like point. fishes these pebbles out of her sister's pussy because she's crying because she has rocks in her in pussy. Her pussy. <laughs> So if you just read the book, it's like such a throwaway scene and like such a non-event that if you read the book, you'd be like, wait, where was the molestation? Right. But then there's a separate part in that chapter mm -hmm. where she says that she wanted to be very close friends with the sister Mm -hmm. and was like using little treats to like get the sister to like want to like sleep over in her bed and like hang out with her as sisters and whatever Mm -hmm. and she uses some metaphor that's like how a predator might lure a child with candy to a van or something (laughs) and it's like used as like some jokey metaphor but then people pair that section next to the pebbles pussy section that's so annoying that's so annoying i know and then like she's a fucking child molester The, the story she's telling she was seven i'm like do people realize that they're going so fucking far out of their way to stick to a narrative that just doesn't make sense, and they're just gonna be like, "Yeah, like right. they're just gonna run with it." Clearly, you, you bitches wouldn't know good confessional writing if it smacked you in the face. Heck fucking Sally. okay, yeah. Come on now, surface surface level, man. <sighs> That's my Lena Dunham defense. <laughs> I really I urge you all to join in the crusade. Every single time you see someone saying that Lena Dunham is a child molester, she was a child. It's like. It just makes me think that these people <laughs> that put up that same argument are just really, really dumb at the end of the day. Because mm. when you're putting up the same argument or you're arguing in the exact same way time and time again, it's just, right. you're just, you're, you're, I don't know, you're boring. This is the other thing is that like sometimes it will, it'll be shit that's straight up not even true mm-hmm. and is publicly proven as not true. Right. Then forever, those people will have in the quote tweets always somebody who's like, you did it. You did that thing that four years ago people said you did and you didn't do. You know, like in the in the in the Black Mirror episode mm-hmm. where he has to fuck the pig, the mayor. They like blackmail the president into fucking a pig. That's the one I never saw. Right. And mm-hmm. they're like, Well, you could either fuck the pig or not. At this point, in the public's mind, you've already fucked, <laughs> you've already the, fucked pig. the pig. Right. So yeah. you might as well fuck the pig. Yeah, literally. And then he does. Yeah. Crazy. And Lena Dunham didn't even fuck the pig. But when the public is like, no, you did. You did, like, though. Well, and now she'll shit. never... You can't... foot, yes. or is that something That's else? my foot. I feel like I keep brushing something, and I keep thinking it's the leg of the I'm table. I'm trying to move my foot away oh. so you can have your personal space. <laughs> no, no, just shimmy back. <laughs> I just thought it was the, the table. Um, um, but yeah, you can't unfuck that pig once it's been fucked. Maybe this is a good segue, but this is why it's... It's, it's like just argumentative stuff like that is so irritating, because people are doing that over and over again with Kim. And it's so, like, can you come up with something? Like, when you use the same point in an argument over and over, you realize you're not putting up, like, a good, solid argument, actually. Here is my devil's advocate argument for this situation. Mm -hmm. It's actually not devil's advocate. That's not the right choice of word. Mm -hmm. The one time ever Mm -hmm. in history, ever, Mm -hmm. that Kim Petras opted not to make a song with Dr. Luke, it went number three in the country. God damn. So 
she did what you guys were all demanding. She experienced massive success. By not working with Dr. Luke. By not working with Dr. Luke. A mistake. But she did do what the girl said not to do. It's like selling your soul in a different way. Exactly. And then she achieved success and it still wasn't good enough. I have no words. <laughs> I was about to say something and I'm like, I don't know. Actually, right. I'm going to keep that to myself. Right. It will never be, nothing will ever be enough for the public. No. An apology, no. Uh, proving that I'm not that person. It will never, it will never work. Well, because it doesn't matter. No one actually cares. And this yeah. is why I'm always like, Ugh. so on this shit about like Lizzo or Beyonce, like, getting rid of the word spaz in their song or something oh my god you think anyone on the planet gives a fuck if lizzo is like i'm about to spaz on this beat you know, like whatever like no one fucking thinks that no even, one cares even like the thomas jefferson flute bullshit oh my god oh my fucking god exhausting oh my god it's literally like and this is what like it's it's funny because i think a lot of times people think that only libtards are capable of this kind of thing Mm -hmm. but the people who are upset about the lizzo flute thing were like republicans or like right-wing or like cool internet types and whatever Mm -hmm. and like you are upset about this dumb bitch literally like (laughs) not even like she's not even like an artist she is literally like cardi b like at this point lizzo doesn't make music to me she just gets on tv to make an appearance every now and then and people like laugh and I'm sorry, did you know that the crystal flute existed Even until existed? Lizzo brought it out? Thomas Jefferson plays the... Was it Thomas Jefferson? Mm-hmm. Did, did anyone know that he played the flute and had oh a crystal... Oh my crist- god, not the Thomas Jefferson not, flute. Not the, the Thomas Jefferson flute. The crystal we, flute. We swore we would protect the Thomas Jefferson crystal flute. What the fuck is wrong with you? I hope it was all fake. You have never heard of that goddamn fucking flute in your whole life until Lizzo brought it out on stage. It's probably not even real. Even if Lizzo fucking dropped it and it shattered all over the floor. Work. And then twerked on the glass. (laughs) And sang good as hell. Took off her shoes, barefoot on the glass. Exactly. Was stomping Stomping. on on Jefferson, Thomas Jefferson's crystal flute. She was just stomping that shit. And laughing. Yes. And laughing. And all the fat dancers were twerking on stage and she was filleting the flute. It is... (laughs) That would be a performance! That is still not enough to cause the reaction that you people gave to her (laughs) people are so bored with their lives i swear seriously i swear because like lizzo already a flute like as much as we have shit talked lizzo she at this point occupies so uh, such a small place in my brain no that like when this shit happened i was like i really actually don't care i'm ready to come forward and say that i love her I don't know that I'd love Lizzo, but I love Good as Hell. I love that song. I listen to it a lot. The woman great. Wait, no, not good as hell. No, not good as hell. I was about to say girl. No, that song sucks. <laughs> good as hell's bad. I, I was please, about to say, are you okay? that. The, the song I <laughs> love is the song I love is about damn time, <laughs> <laughs> which I really do love, and I'm I'm not embarrassed to admit it. It's about damn time. In a, In a minute, minute, I'm Anita. Sentimental man, a woman about me. Uh, listen, I was on the right cocktail at the Owl, and that came on. I lived. That's true. You had a moment. I gagged. I will give her credit for Balenciussis. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck is that? It's a fun song. Yeah. And she stimulates the part of my brain that was meant to be stimulated by Bruno Mars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 so. What is Bruno Mars doing now? Girl. Again, more black fishing. 
I couldn't believe when we found out <laughs> on air. Absolutely gagged. I think I re-listened to that episode like maybe a week ago or something, and I was like, mm-hmm. I'm still gagged that Bruno Mars is not, not at all black. black. Wow. Jewish and Italian or something. Jewish and Puerto Rican. Yep. Got me my entire <sighs> life. I think I told. I think I've been telling people my entire life that he's African American. Yep. I mean, I mean yeah, it's what uh, yeah yeah <laughs> but anyway congratulations to kim for getting her first ever uh song to chart on the billboard hot 100 and it's a number three she's on the board she's on the board baby can't i gotta count my blessings i really hope that this opens some doors for her um the song is terrible but i wish her well um it's like stuck in my head in i think the most like schizophrenic way possible mm-hmm. where i can't get it out yeah it's almost like period and period uh. yes yes <laughs> and the worst it's, part is that like i don't even know kim's verse it's oh me the either fucking, it's the, the middle the part, sam yeah. smith chorus i watched the music video today i truly vomited in my mouth i thought that the trailer looked good but i'm just at this point oh the video is not gonna save the trailer me. did is not it, do it it's not even it's not even similar to the vibe of the video it's not even a little close they do this like cabaret thing but literally what the prop the plot is is this like man who's like married like goes into a mechanics shop that has like a back room where there's like strippers but the stripper is violet tchotchke and like <laughs> violet tchotchke is not in this video a hundred percent violet tchotchke is in this video people Fucking hate violence. And it's too. sponsored by Durex condoms, and they keep holding Durex condoms up to the camera. And Sam Smith looks fat as shit. If I look like him, I need someone to tell me. What is wrong with people? <laughs> I look like shit. I need someone to tell me. I always when I I watched like the Shane Dawson Jeffrey Star documentary, and I texted a lot of people when I was watching. I was like, "Do I look like him? If I if you, if I look like Shane Dawson in this documentary, I need you guys to tell me." Like a profile view of Shane Dawson is exactly what I look like when I side eye a mirror and I'm like standing sideways. Yes, literally like when I like see a, my reflection in the mirror at a bank, like a <gasps> the letter B, mm-hmm. <laughs> the letter B. <laughs> the shite like the, the letter b on two legs you know like shisa like yes the, that b exactly that's the shisa b, <laughs> the b like it's not a b at all it's a double s i know what am i gonna be because my name on switch is chris but it's c-r-i and then the- and every time i read it i go crib crib <laughs> do you know the german b um, the shisa b <laughs> That has a little curve to her. That I have to use. I have to use a Lady Gaga reference to reference this German character. I'm like, yeah. So that's what I look like. Yeah, I look like the Shisa B. <laughs> <laughs> the sheep. The sheep. Yeah. Sheep. Oh. Um, Sam um, Smith. Just what the fuck? Yeah, that video fucking horrible. Kim doesn't look great in it either. If I'm being honest, I want to be generous to her because I want her to have her moment. But oh boy, she is. I just feel like she's being, I just, I don't know what's going on. I feel like she's being pulled in so many different directions in the industry. And like, I just, they're trying to fit her in wherever they can get her, wherever they can get her. And it's just like, I feel there's so much magic to Kim Petra's and I, we hold so many of her early songs so close. Her, her, all of her charms. It strips her of many of her charms. The verse sucks. The song sucks. The video sucks. The premise of the song sucks. The whole thing is like it's not even about them being sluts. Like it's this, not. Is, this would be different if it was like 
Kim kind of extrapolating on the slut pop thing and Sam Smith being like, being whatever. oh, I'm like a whore now. I'm like a slutty fag or whatever. Like, right. that would be With one like thing. Dad. Yeah. But he can't even, like, commit to that. And the premise of the song is about, like, him, like, knowing about some dude, like, being gay or, like, going to this, like, whorehouse or something. It's like, he's not even the whore. And, like, because the, the lyrics are, Mommy don't know daddy's getting hot at, at the, the body, body shop, shop doing, doing something, something unholy. unholy. And so, it's not even with him. Which is so odd. Dr. T.J. Eckelberg. Like, Dr. just watching. <laughs> the eyes of Dr. T.J. Eckelberg. It's Kim Petras. <laughs> Her with the mask on in the thing. <laughs> She's the eyes of documentation. I mean, again, congrats. I love her. I love Kim. I wish, I hope that this opens the right doors for her and allows her to make music that doesn't suck balls. Because even with her <sighs> album being scrapped, I'm like, it's there. It's there. I know right. it's there. Right. I mean, I have full, I mean, she's never not made good songs. This is the thing. Yes. Is that across this entire stretch of her career, she came out in 2017. It's now 2022. Every single project she's ever put out, I've liked something. God, that makes me feel old. And I've liked a lot of it. Yeah. So many of it has narrated, like, my primitive yes. years. Yes. Primitive years. Primitive, meaning, like, Neanderthal? My core years. <laughs> yeah. I, know, I, guess I, know, years. Like, I guess primitive years. In a way, really, I was behaving in a primitive In, in a way, it yeah, really exactly. was my primitive years. It was but, an amoeba. But so many of Kim's songs have narrated those moments. And yeah. Like, I don't want it at all. Hillside Boys, like, those are, like, my sophomore year of college. Like, back when she really didn't have a huge following, I, we were writing for her and hoping mm-hmm. the best. And mm-hmm. it's just sucky sometimes when I feel like... She was number one in my apartment for years. Truly. Years. <laughs> years. Number one in the dorms. Number, number one in the dorms. Number one's in the apartment. Number Did one's we? in the other apartment. I don't think we ever played her in the dorms. Mm, I found out about her in yeah, 2017, yeah. which was... Probably, it was our first apartment when we found her, I think. Yeah. Just, or maybe just before. Mm-hmm. Like, that summer going in, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, work. Work, Kimmy. Um, do we want to do Dahmer or Bros? <sighs> I mean, we were just talking about Dr. Luke. <laughs> does that go into Dahmer or does that go into Bros? More Dahmer. Because okay. of cash. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Like speaking of gay guys. Speaking of gay on the guys. Big screen. Yeah, exactly. Like Kesha. <laughs> <laughs> um the Jeffrey Dahmer show. It's a thing. I don't know. <sighs> I can't believe it's like a full scripted show on a, about a serial killer. Um yeah. I think all true crime should be banned. I really think it's horrible. I don't think it's good for the psyche of the country. I don't. Yes, <laughs> I agree. I agree. The way it transforms people's brains into thinking that like gruesome murders of people just like them is like <laughs> entertainment or like some like the idea of people like on their morning commute like rise and shine seven thirty in the morning. I get in the car and I listen to people monologue for an hour about the gruesome, brutal murder of a child. <laughs> Now and, it's, and it's a highway full of people doing that. Right, right. Picture that. Right. Now, alternatively, I wake up at 7 a.m. Right. My hour drive to work, just treat me like a slut on repeat. Little dirty bitch Which I, I love, love to fuck. fuck. Actually, it's New York to Miami. Miami. <laughs> New York to Miami. New York to Miami. No bras, no panties. Yeah. Red pill, blue pill. Exactly. And I'm taking the no bra, no panty pill. I'm taking the no bra, no panty pill for sure. <laughs> it's a tasty pill. It is. <laughs> I don't understand the fascination for um, true crime, the documentaries, yeah. the shows, the podcasts. Like, it's just never... the kind of like macabre obsession with like death and not only regular death, but like brutality, like 
yeah. like slaughterers of innocence like that <laughs> or like people still like, on the loose or just i don't know yeah there's just something very like sick and twisted about it and i think in a previous time people who enjoyed that kind of thing were considered sickos yeah and like anyone who was like obsessed with like ted bundy or like jeffrey dahmer or like one like a famous serial killer or whatever they were like relegated to the world of psychotic evil people i'm like when you know every detail to those cases and you're like obsessed with them it reads to me as someone who is trying to not feel alone in the world Mm -hmm. why are you so obsessed with that i also think it's clearly a sign of some sort of supreme cultural sickness that people want to be at home alone fantasizing mm-hmm. about being brutalized and killed and yep. i think that this is like the same reason for like the fan like the success of like handmaid's tale mm-hmm. or just kind of like dystopian type yeah films and podcasts and tv shows and franchises and whatever like your life being completely hijacked right exactly like this whole thing about being like oh the, my favorite show is the one where me and all other women are enslaved and raped like that kind of thing is so dark and so horrible that like that was like the number one show in the country oh and it's like crazy like season one was kind of nuts handmaid's tale yeah and then like mm-hmm. for the downtime like when you're taking a break from like the rape fantasy what mm-hmm. you're pivoting to is like actual stories like unsolved murders of like right. children being like caught up and thrown into a dumpster or like a river. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen Megan is Missing? I have not. Me and my cousins watched it. I think our freshman year of high school, and it's one of the most crazy, gory, like sick fuck movies ever. Mm-hmm. And it came up on my TikTok a couple weeks ago, like, oh, if you really are into true crime, then watch Megan is Missing. And in my head, I'm like, no, that's a fucked up movie. Right. Like I watched that when I was 14, and I still sometimes have nightmares about it. Like right. It's not- cool or gruesome cute. imagery yeah yeah i mean for me like i'm not particularly bothered by fictional movies where right. someone is you know yeah. drugged <clears throat> and <laughs> right a23 molested <laughs> and cut up to, <laughs> cut up into pieces and killed and whatever mm-hmm. and when it's that kind of thing in a way i'm kind of like you know that works out something that probably needs to be worked out (laughs) and like people have some sort of like cathartic feeling watching something like that. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's, it's, it's done in the pursuit of some sort of art or whatever. Mm -hmm. Great. Yeah. When we turn into something like the Jeffrey Dahmer TV show and it's about literally thing, people that were killed and like the exact way that they were killed and people getting casted at those people. Right. There's something that just does not. It doesn't read as the same as like, I'm trying to think of like a really fucked up movie or something that I think is like amazing. Hmm. Like, okay, like The Piano Teacher, for like, example. Like Saw 2. Saw 2, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Saw 2, that's even a better example. Okay, work. There's something about Saw 2 mm-hmm. or Saw Annie. Yes. Where there's like okay so like uh, the psychology behind saw 2 or Mm -hmm. the saw franchise and then like hostile or like just these movies that really like didn't have a plot other than just like we're gonna lock up gore people and just fucking this the grossest possible way we can imagine killing them right the saw franchise was trying to invent a new way to scare people after Mm 9-11 right so 
it was like because of the fact that people like you needed something so much more dramatic mm-hmm. you had to like act it out <laughs> like right. the biggest stage possible mm-hmm. which is the movie theater yes and with the jeffrey Dahmer thing like to me that's not really acting out any like cultural need it's not like helping people like process the fucked upness of like 9-11 or whatever it's like Mm -hmm. not like healing any cultural wound what it is is like letting people actually stew in misery and be like yeah just like torture themselves over and over or actually not even torture themselves reward themselves with these like sick twisted pleasures Mm -hmm. that are like what what i love is hearing the salacious gritty details of how exactly someone was drugged and fucked and murdered and boiled in acid. You know, (laughs) is like, all that is, is just a way for people to like stimulate their brains and like get this fucked up feedback loop. Yes. Where all they're getting fed is just like trash and murder and violence, like in Mm -hmm. a cycle in their brain. And that's not really processing anything. All that is, is just not that everything has to be meant for that. But when it's a real thing that happened, like, I felt I had a really difficult time watching the show. It seems crazy. And again, like, having to cast people that were, like, actually people that lived and were killed not that long ago either. Right. Like, it's different when you want to do this with, like, a murderer that yeah. did this, like, 1910, let's say. Like, this isn't that long ago. And yeah. one of my qualms is that I think there really wasn't a need for this. And I'm really sick of non- like, just 100% creative ideas when it comes to shows, movies, and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I'm getting really sick of, like, either nostalgia stuff. Yeah. People or just, adding like, on rehashing to, like, the same shit over and over. Or just adding on to franchises that don't need additions. It's just all yeah. of that stuff I'm really sick of. So, when it's like, oh, it's a Jeffrey Dahmer show, I'm like, I don't care. Right. Like, exactly. It's, like, the same thing with, like, the hyper-pop trap. Was that, like, <laughs> people burned out of cool references really fast because we were referencing shit that just happened. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. And then, like, now when I see stuff that's, like, we're going to make, like, a raunchy Scooby-Doo spinoff that centers around, like, Velma as a dyke. dyke. You know? <laughs> that kind of thing. Is, like, who is asking for this? Who needs this? And ultimately, to me, it just feels really, like, it's rewarding bad behavior. It is. Like, I'm sick of, like, all the Marvel movies, too. Or, like, I'm yeah. just, like, I want something so brand new. Yeah. And then it's not that people who make the movies fault, necessarily, because they're just cashing in. They're cashing in, because they know that there is a market for that. It's, it's more of, like, a greater, yeah. like... But what it is is that I think people are very um, comforted by things that are not of this time. And Mm -hmm. people really like to live in the past and people really like to have like baby shit like updated for them. And like this is the thing about like the happy meals for grownups that are like on the the timeline this week. Yeah. Or like just like bars that are themed around like spiked yogurt and Mm -hmm. you know like that kind of shit is just so like it's baby world. It is baby world. Yeah. And it's not healthy to regress in that way. Like, just move forward. Like, I don't know. I, I guess just, that doesn't have anything to do with Dahmer. It's just, there was, like, it's just the need for it. Like, who wanted it? Right. Who? Yeah, there's something deeply unsettling about, like, again, yeah. like, casting, like, Evan Peters and casting Ugh. these people for a Jeffrey Dahmer sh- one-season show. the sexiest guy like, on the planet to be, like, this fucking serial rapist and murderer. 
Like, if you were a person at home that, like, is eating it up and are obsessed with it, like, really evaluate why. Like, you can appreciate a good show. Like, a show is a show. I get it. People make it for entertainment. But, sure. like... But, like, question, you really should be looking into why you feel that this is appropriate for entertainment. Exactly. You know? Like, I could watch it and be like, that was actually okay. That's not to be moralizing about it. Like, I don't think it shouldn't exist or anything. Just to me, like, the fact that it right. seems to have, like, captured public attention in such a way is really kind of telling about the things that people are just like, it's totally normal to just like get home and like, yay, I can't wait to get off of my job and go home and watch someone <laughs> get like fucking dragged wrecked. down the hallway, bleeding and screaming. <laughs> like that right. kind of thing is just, it's horrible. Like, I mean, oh it's really God. not, it's not, it's horrible. Right. Like I cannot wait to watch this video of this chick who is locked up in panties covered in blood. Right. Come on. Right. Like, and just, again, it's the fact that this, like, the Jeffrey Dahmer shit was made knowing that people are going to eat it up. Like, that's why they made it, is because they yeah, did, they did the research. Yeah, because they know that you people are mentally ill. No, so everyone just take a step back. You can watch your, cr- your true crime shit. Yeah. But again, I really, I don't, really don't think. How can you do that, like, 24-7? Like, to intake people that much true crime. People love it. What? People are obsessed. Crazy. And, like, can't wait to talk about the, like, gruesome brutality. Like, that's not what I want to come home to. Like, when I come home, I want to watch Planet Earth. Planet you know, Earth. I'm, yeah, Coco Melon. Coco Melon. Bluey. <laughs> Bluey. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to watch Bluey getting cacked off. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a weird thing to hyperfixate on. Yeah. Because that seems really mentally exhausting if you just listen and watch yeah. crying shit 24-7. And I'm not totally innocent of doing things to pass time that are probably making me more mentally ill. Twitter. Twitter. All day. Every day. <laughs> All day, every day, bitch. <laughs> Engaging with you psychos over the pettiest, <laughs> dumbest shit that, like, I would never talk to someone about in real life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this kind of shit. Right. I just, I I know that that's not good for me. But mm. but the difference between me and you is that I know. Right. And I'm do- choosing to do it anyway. I know. But I think I a lot of people out there genuinely have not examined the reason why they cannot wait to... Well, I, ju- I just wrapped up this child murder. Well, I'm going to go on to the next about this little girl. Exactly. Or about um, five girls that got kidnapped. Yeah. Or like, I don't know. And it's not contemporary necessarily because like people were obsessed with Casey Anthony. People mm-hmm. are always obsessed with like big, crazy murder but trials. But to go back in time because there's not one happening right now. Right. Because no, because it's not like a big murder thing. Right. Exactly. They were like, all right, well, there's nothing murdery happening right now. So we got to bring back the murder show. Right. Yeah. Literally. Or like, or then like with like the Highland Park shooting thing, like Mm -hmm. that came and went in a matter of days because it doesn't hit people in the same way when it's not stylized to the point of not really even being about the murder anymore. Like the aesthetic of it. Exactly. And what you're getting is like, we're recasting the murderer as a hot man and he's we're gonna show his ass and like you know whatever like this kind of thing and uh, kind of disguise it as like rawness or like really telling the story but what it is is that the reality of like like gruesome brutal things that happen in the country all the time Mm -hmm. is actually not cutting it for people right and what you have to have is this fake hyper stylized version of it Mm -hmm. because that hits way harder when you get the camera work and you get the hot people getting killed and you get the whatever like right that's the only thing that's cutting it anymore because actual violence doesn't hit have you ever seen dexter sure have dexter is the show where the main guy is like he is in forensics but he literally kills like 
criminals. Mm-hmm. And it's just, and that has been going on for so many seasons. Mm-hmm. It, does that not do it for people because it's not like real life? Like people want like real life murderers, not like just a, a long TV show yeah. about one? Well, I mean, it fades back into like back in the day before a lot of these sites got shut down. Like in the 90s and like early 2000s and stuff or like even when i was i'm like being a teenager and stuff having access to these kinds of websites like real gore like true mm-hmm. gore oh my god yeah oh my god and like being able to go on these forums that were just pages and pages and pages of people like killing themselves and jumping off buildings setting themselves on fire or shooting themselves on camera like yep just horrible shit that was like in the name of well people should see how things really are and like Right. Yeah, I don't know that they should. I don't think so. Because I can go my life, my entire right. life without seeing someone's head being blown. Right. Exactly. Like someone like listening to Bjork and shooting themselves. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Hang, like hangings and just like acid getting thrown on people and like getting just shot and stabbed in the street. Like, right. There's no reward to that. There's no truth really being passed on. All that it is is just feeding yourself just like the worst evil slop. Because it's like a temporary gag. You're living for the yeah. temporary gag, and you keep going back and back and back yeah. to try and get that same feeling. And now we don't have access to that kind of thing anymore, where at least you got to choose mm-hmm. your ability to see horrible violence all day long. Right. And now you don't get to choose at all, because if you want to use Twitter, or if you want to use these things that are like the basic like social media connections of whatever, right. you're literally forced to watch this kind of shit. I think the closest thing that still exists now are like the fucking Facebook like Mexican cartel beheadings. Yes. Like I saw one the other day. Right. That someone brought to Twitter. Right. I deleted my Facebook because I saw someone stomping on cats and like breaking their backs and I was crying. It I don't was know why I should be laughing. Yeah. Girl, it's horrible because it's <laughs> so tre- bad. Because you, there's no way mm-hmm. people should be able to watch that. It's it's so sick it makes you want to laugh. Yeah, my last my <laughs> last straw with Facebook. Literally, that's why I was laughing. I was like, <laughs> because it's like, the because when you picture it, it's like, it's, Looney Tunes. It's like Looney Tunes when I picture someone stomping on a cat. I picture someone with big old boots stomping on right. cats and all the cats Tom are like, Jerry yeah, bullshit. Yeah. Right. But that's no, not what it is. Animals being, being killed. killed and their guts coming out. Right. No, I don't want that. I think my last straw with Facebook was when someone hung a dog. And then not only that, they were like hitting the dog while it was hung. Fucked up. Nope. Fucked up. I will take that and go. No one should be able to have access to this kind of thing. Nope. And not only do you have access to it, you have no choice in being able to watch it. And I Mm -hmm. think because of the fact that like now, like normal shit that actually looks real Mm -hmm. is like not enough. It's insane. My one really should be like setting alarm bells off that people are like so obsessed with like the coolest violence, like the coolest murder possible. Because those, the documentaries, the shows, they really don't hide a lot. And it's like, when I used to watch the first 48 with my mom, I remember there was one episode where they were at the crime scene and they were like, oh my God, it's all this blood because someone took a katana and was chopping this guy up. Yep. And they go, oh, what's all the yellow liquid? What's all the yellow liquid around the room? They go, oh, that was his stomach fat. Mm-hmm. So like, why do you, why? Right. Now, why is that image burning my head for life now? Right. You know what I mean? And because I wanted to watch TV with hmm? my mother. Right. And me and my the- mom wanted to sit down and have a nice night together. Yeah, watch the first 48 and drink a Diet Coke. Right. And what we did, what we uh, did. <laughs> you look like you're about to throw <laughs> You did the burp and then you did another one. You were like, that, that's not it. I had to <laughs> close my eyes and swallow it down. <laughs> the second burp was not having. It was not giving. <laughs> I need to go pee really quick. Okay, go, go, go. <laughs> Oh, 
oriental dress The one you love is a mess White light, it's all a dream Lost in the fire, this golden obsession Music in my heart, deep in my eyes Dancing from the opium Back to business Back to business Whatever I was saying was interrupted by vomit coming out of my mouth. So the, the Michelob burp, the Mick burp, never never fails. The Mick burp, like MC. <laughs> oh, girl, I'm getting the Mick burps. <laughs> yeah, girl. Yeah, me up for my fourth <laughs> Shamrock Shake of the day. Uh, hi, Apple. Hi, Apple. 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 It's almost Shamrock Shake season again. Is it actually? No, it's not. It's not March. <laughs> it's in like seven months. <laughs> Don't get me all excited for nothing. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Now, hold up. I know that's wrong. Let me do the math. Bitch, let me carry the one. <laughs> <laughs> carry the one. <laughs> we did see Carrie for the first time. We right did see Carrie. Yeah. Also, before the opportunity passes, we I, that is such a great drag name. Carry the one. Carry the one is really good, yeah. <laughs> Carry the one. Carry the one. <laughs> okay, anyway, yes, we did see Carrie. <laughs> Carrie was amazing. Never seen it before. Fucking brilliant. I just really need to get into the habit of start watching movies that are like known classics. Yes. Because Carrie was amazing. It gave. It was fucking giving. It was giving from start to finish. The first yeah. frame is like tits and ass of like yep. teens and then like after that it was like just a f- it was a it was a it was a blood fest mm-hmm. it's fucking great yeah it was so crazy carrie's face sissy spacek tore. yep 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 tore it. she played that role like her fucking yep. life depended on it she was spinning around with the the date mm, yep and when that was happening i began crying mm-hmm. which i was not expecting to do yeah and i was weeping out of nowhere and i was not I, I didn't know where i don't know where that came from and then oh god she was on the stage and the way her face changed <gasps> the juxtaposition of like the viewer knowing that this is the happiest moment in her life literally in her entire life knowing that the worst thing in her entire life is about, is to, about happen to happen and, and have it all taken away such a good movie Oh my god! Bro. Being like I'm on top of the world too. I'm gonna kill everyone. I'm gonna kill in everyone. This room. The entire room. I'm gonna kill everyone and burn it down. And then I'm gonna go home and crucify my mother with knives. It's a mild day. <laughs> Just crucify my mom. It's, it's a, a mild, mild day. day. Besides, yeah, they can't say besides me. I think me and my mom should be on Friday. Quick, quick, ask him. It's a fan. It's a fan cam of Carrie with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pink wig. The ask him with flash. Oh my god! Yeah. The the gym teacher who like smacks the students in <laughs> the, the face. The gym teacher who was writing for Carrie the entire time, and, and then, then Carrie kills, kills her, her! <laughs> with like a giant. <laughs> the, t- like the gym teacher canisters. <gasps> smacks one of the students, Bam! and she goes, "Anyone else?" Yeah. Anyone else want some of that smoke? Because I got student, more where that came from. And the student's like, come on, let's report her. And right. all the girls are like, no. They're like, bitch, get in line. If we report her, she's going to fucking kick me. Yeah. You better jog in place. Yeah. Lauren. Lauren. <laughs> what the fuck her name was. Yeah. Great movie. Great movie. When was that released? 80s? 1979, I think. That was 1979? Holy shit. Timeless. Could have been released today. Could have been released today. Filmed the exact same way. Yep. Great directing. Holy shit. The color change the the tone throughout the whole movie the, oh the, my god 
when the change of heart where like even when people did decide to earnestly be nice to her it didn't matter when she was like no mom i'm gonna go to the prom and then a lightning <laughs> yeah. so no good. you're not yes i am god <gasps> he's a nice guy Boom. yeah really prom. <laughs> prom god <laughs> This is so good. Yeah, really, really fucking good. There's a similar scene in Pearl, the movie oh, with Mia Goth. Oh, I want to see Pearl really bad. Similarly lit, where like after certain keywords in a sentence, there will be lightning and thunder. I love that. Oh man, what a good trope. I love a good. I love a little pathetic fallacy. Yeah, one out of ten. How would you rate Pearl? Mm. People were writing for Pearl. It also looks like it would be an amazing movie. I have to keep it buck and mm-hmm. say it was a six out of ten. Interesting. What's your reason? Um, is it on your letterbox? At, it is. Nice. And on letterbox, we're on a star system. I believe I gave it a three. A three out of five. I think. Okay. Maybe well. even a three and a half. So mm. it's like a six and a half. It would, that would be a seven. Seven on a good day. <laughs> seven if I'm feeling generous, but looking back and me currently being in the mood that I'm in, I don't know I would see it again. Yeah. It was... It's it was amazing because Mia Goth tore, like tore. She, I'm assuming she would tear. The entire budget was just dedicated to being like, all right, well, listen, we're gonna give this this girl two hours to just fucking lose her mind, have like a surrounding cast, and then everyone just act accordingly yeah. to her. She's like screaming at her mother, hurt, like beating people up. She skewers a goose and feeds it to an alligator. She tries to kill her dad, who's like in a wheelchair and nonverbal. She tries to like... Hell yeah. Oh my god, it's brilliant. It's it, it, like, watching her do that kind of shit, mm-hmm. great. Yeah. And I'm glad that the studio realized that that needed to happen. Did she carry the movie on her shoulders? Yes. Okay. And in terms of plot, not a lot there. Mm-hmm. I didn't really care what was happening to her. It was more just about like watching someone go psycho on camera. Like oh, it, it yeah. could have been any reason. I didn't care for the reason. From the trailer, it seems like a one note plot where it's like you know her motive, right? And like you see, I mean, it was like it wasn't much of a slasher because a lot of it is like character building, like psycho thriller. Yeah, and it was. I mean, it had some like bloody cool moments, but it wasn't as much of like a traditional slasher as X was. Mm-hmm. And X was it, it was kind of yeah. I don't know. It was it was fine, and it was good because I like Mia Goth a lot. Mm-hmm. What but else is she in? She was in X <laughs> as the young girl and the old lady. She played both, oh. and like was killing and hunting herself. Um, she's also in like some other like kind of indie darling classics. I'm trying to think of some names because I really did. I wasn't she, I wasn't super aware of her until X, but she dated Shia LaBeouf. Oh God. I want to say that she's Shane LaBeouf's baby mama. I might be lying about that. Don't yeah. put me on that. Goth. What a cool last name. She's fucking major. Yeah. Are you going to watch Blonde? No, that's the other, that's the Marilyn Monroe BIPOC. Yeah. BIPOC. <laughs> I'm always going to call it a BIPOC. <laughs> she's in A Cure for Wellness, which is kind of a famous psychological thriller. Mm. She's in the new Suspiria. She's in High Life, which is that movie about, like, getting, like, raped in space. <laughs> oh, nice. Nymphomaniac, which is a Lars von Trier movie about being horny. I know Nymphomaniac, okay. The House? Yeah, I, I'm not... I Maybe. really wasn't familiar with her until X, to be honest. Yeah, no, I don't know. I, I but she's first. Gorge, and she really was major. I she feel was, like she would fucking tear Pearl. Yeah, she went off. 
nice. I loved. I really enjoyed myself, but probably wouldn't watch it again, to be honest. Yeah. What else did you see that day? Yeah. Uh, that day I also saw Barbarian. Oh, people loved Barbarian. It was good. Yeah. It was definitely very scary. It was one of those movies where, like, I could not bring myself to look at the screen directly because it was so, like, oh my terrifying. God, like, no. Oh, like, no. And it was alone in the theater with this one other guy who was very vocal during the movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was like, don't go down there. Don't go down there. <laughs> so that added a dimension of fun to the movie. Yeah, much needed. Yeah. Um, the other girl who was in there, it, we started with three and the third girl walked out. She left? Mm-hmm. She just couldn't do it anymore? She couldn't take it. She could not take the, the, the gig. Yeah. Because uh, someone wouldn't walk out of a burning if it was bad. It, would just it be wasn't like, bad. It was not walkoutable for that reason. But I think if someone was like, I'm, you know what? I, I saw today. it at like noon. And it was just oh. like, if that wasn't your vibe at that time of day, I could understand. Mm-hmm. But it's about this like house. It's like an Airbnb. And they're staying in the Airbnb. Mm-hmm. And she like uncovers the secret room. And the room is like the walls are like dirty and like covered in like blood and there's like a, a a rusty frame with a mattress on top and a camera in the room and then they go down and there's another area where there's like an insane maze cavern of where this like fucked up lady is like running around down there and like screaming and biting people (laughs) and i guess what happened like not spoiler alert yeah i probably won't i don't watch it's Basically, the guy who built these caverns mm-hmm. was, like, doing a room. He was pulling a room. Yeah, a room where situation. Where he was, like, abducting people, getting them pregnant, having the baby in there, knocking up the baby, oh knocking God. up the baby's baby. And, like, it was just, like, genetic fucked upness until finally the beast that's down there mm-hmm. is, like, they are they like, she's a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy. And that's why she's so, like, gross and fucked up and, like, not human. Yeah. And she's like terrorizing them, and it's horrible. She's the barbarian. Yeah, work. It was pretty good, but it was it definitely like they made they tried to make it funny at the halfway point. Like it wasn't no. funny at all. Oh, no, it I was like scary as fuck. And then they decided that they were gonna make it like really like a Me Too movie. It was like a weird like sexual assault thing that was like not really working. Like it didn't really mm-hmm. make any sense. Yeah. And then they were also trying to make, like, the villain kind of goofy. And then, like, the characters were, like, trying to make jokes and stuff. And I was like, well, this isn't what this movie was five seconds ago. I don't like when there's a tone change like that. Or no. when, like, the director, writer, whatever, is trying to, like, provide some kind of shift of relief. Because yeah. it almost never works. No, it really wasn't very good. And then also, like, the guy who, like, does all the raping and, like, <laughs> abducting. Yeah. He dies by, like, getting to shoot himself in the head. Work. And then the guy who's, like, this, like, douche who, like pressured some girl into having sex with him like, mm-hmm. and then he's like getting like publicly like put on blast he's like a film producer or something who's like mm-hmm. ooh, he's he's getting doxxed on the hollywood reporter like yeah. you know <laughs> like this kind of thing he gets like his head split in half like his skull split in half oh and his God. eyeballs popped and like i was like okay well like why is this guy who was just like come home with me no seriously come home with me like right. why is that guy Getting the most getting brutal, his, the fucked up okay. death possible, and then this like the ser- like the guy who has been like raping and murdering people in his like, house for like myself. fifty years mm-hmm. just kills himself, and it's like not even bloody. Wow, 
maybe and like maybe they were trying to do that as like kind of like an edgy like mm-hmm. we punish people who don't deserve to be punished and the real monsters get away like but they didn't do that very well if that's what they were trying to do and again just like i fucking just make it one cohesive thing and yeah. don't let the fantasy break exactly i feel like too many people just let the fantasy break for really dumb fucking reasons or dumb things they want to add into their movie or show it's true they were trying to do bite off too much mm-hmm. i hate that but it was fine it. and then i was gonna go watch don't worry darling and then i decided i don't care and i don't want to see it that's all with harry styles right mm-hmm. people were like cracking the fuck up at his like serious performance his like big mean frowny yeah. face <laughs> <laughs> Stop it! You're gonna ruin everything. Margaret, I swear, freaking god! Like just <laughs> like the clip. It was like a yeah. ten second clip of him trying to be like angry, and people were like, everyone in the theater was cracking up, literally laughing because it was laughing. so stupid. And it's because he's trying to do the face that Florence Pugh made in Midsummer, where she's like mad. <laughs> you just look like a cat about to sneeze. Exactly. Yeah. And then he tries to do it, and he literally looks like so muppety. Because <laughs> he is a, like your so Harry Styles. Yeah, and now he's about to be in that gay cop movie, My Policeman. And he's actually playing a gay person, right? Mm-hmm. And he's and this have one gay he's sex a, in the there movie. There is gay sex in the movie. All right, well, everyone shot for that one instead. Yeah, exactly. Gotta pay his rent. <laughs> he's like, well, that one flopped. I'm just gonna do his gay shit now. Yeah, exactly. Now I gotta go be a fag. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well. We're at an hour 18. Swag. Do we want to touch on bros? I feel like this is kind of like shit that we're always talking about. I thought that Billy Eichner was better than his tweets, to be honest. I really liked Billy Eichner. I don't even hate Billy Eichner. I really don't. I don't hate him. I, I really liked Billy Eichner. I, I just find think Billy on the Street funny. I love Billy on the Street. Yeah. I used to watch it a lot on Netflix. Like the early shit where like, yeah, he had something to risk. That show on Hulu, Difficult People, is really funny. Mm. I really enjoyed that show. Yeah. Um... I think he's fine. I mean, and I saw the movie. I've seen Bros. I mm-hmm. saw it in a, like a preview screening like four months ago. And it's like a movie. I didn't I didn't have a hard time getting through it. Mm-hmm. It like was a- fine. I mean, Fire Island, when I watched that movie, I screamed in rage from start <laughs> to finish. Fire Island, I was like, my blood pressure. It was unbelievable. Yeah. I literally was like the whole time, every four seconds, I think, this is the worst movie I've ever seen. This is the worst movie I've ever seen. And you think it doesn't get worse and worse. And then every scene gets worse. It does get worse. Whereas with Bros, I had my issues with it where like, it was definitely like, it's very libtard. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of scenes in it where it's like, um, bisexual invisibility blah 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 like i'm a lesbian no i'm pan i'm trans like just whatever like weird like yeah just kind of like fake shit that like no one actually talks like and mm-hmm. like then the premise is that he's like falling he like does this like will they won't they with this like super hot like club muscle gay yeah he's like literally a calvin klein model mm-hmm. and he's like they meet at a bar and he's like, I bet you wouldn't go for someone like me. And then he's like, uh, yeah, I would. And then they like link up and then they like can't commit and they like can't be together normally. And they have to keep doing weird sex stuff to stay together. And like, yeah. it's like just this very dumb kind of just like weirdly, like it makes them both seem really like dysfunctional. It's just like a rom-com, right? Like it's just like a, it's almost, it's beat for beat train wreck. Oh, but with gay guys and with like gay problems where they're like typing on grinder, where they're like cock, cock, oh pick, like, whatever, like that kind of thing. 
And it's just, it's it's played for laughs, whereas, like, at least it's not seen as normal. Like, mm-hmm. like right. in Fire Island, totally normal the way that they were behaving. No oh, issues. Right. Everyone thought it was hilarious, funny. Right. No, not even funny. Totally normal and not worth noting at all. Not funny. <laughs> it's, like, dead serious. Like, and, like, even hot. And, like, right. yeah. In Bros, all a joke. Mm-hmm. Every every dumb gay guy thing, total Just, joke. Yeah, played for funny, goofy, haha. Yeah, work. And they wind up being together at the end. I see. And they wind up monogs. Work, monogs. which is a powerful message. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they, uh, it is this kind of like it's so like the okay. So like he plays this like rich. Jewish podcaster in like the art world like he's like a museum curator mm-hmm. interesting and then he's like the hottest person on the planet the the boyfriend and they I was like at the end of it I was like well there was never not hope for these people right <laughs> like like actually like it's not yeah. yeah I was like so two like extremely normatively attractive dudes mm-hmm. find each other have to get over their weird sexual hang-ups and right. then like or live happily ever after yeah that that feels like it would check out yeah mm-hmm. and then the rest of the movie is literally them having to like work through these like just dumb gay guy things where they're like oh like let's just they, they like try to go home together i love yeah. little apple i can't believe he's Hi, just loved. baby he finds the right amount of space that is the perfect spot for him yeah does he usually sit there no i've never seen him go up there before <laughs> You're like, no, I've actually never seen him in that spot. Genuinely, I haven't. He's ne- mm-hmm. He never goes up there. I wouldn't be surprised if he could somehow get on top of that if it was flat. And then he just oh, the lamp. there. Yeah. yeah, for sure. He would go up there. He would. He'll, he'll find anywhere. His whole mission, his whole purpose in life living here is finding a new comfortable spot. New spot. Which, I would argue that that doesn't look very comfortable, but it's, he fits. He does fit. Yeah. yeah, he's sitting on right on top of a cord, which can't be awesome. <laughs> a cord that's sticking out, <laughs> yeah. and like he's on the entertainment center that's really high off the ground yeah. and right below the TV. He and looks he like just... he needs to get charged. <laughs> Apple out of battery. Apple, Apple out of battery. battery. Apple out of battery. Yeah, ten percent. Yeah, he looks like he needs to be charged. <laughs> so stupid. Um, I don't know if I'll see it. I just I'm really bad at watching fine. movies. Fine. I mean, it would be maybe worth watching as a curiosity when it comes out on like Netflix like or streaming. Or fuck, I would never go to theater. Go to, to the theater to see it. No, I would like recommend. Dad. Yeah. It just made me kind of. It was definitely better than Fire Island, and that I think that it was watchable, and there were funny parts mm-hmm. because a lot of the time they would do like kind of Family Guy humor, where they would like just cut away from the plot totally to just like make a joke and like do a scene, like a full right. scene that goes Ex- with the joke. Exactly, oh. where they would like make like jokes about they'd be like fake Hallmark movies on the shelf, and it would be like fucking Lisa Rinna Christmas, or, like whatever. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay, so it's like a campy dumb movie. Yeah, it's okay, like there's a lot of goofy kind of like gay one-liners, which I thought were actually funny, but the way that they marketed it, that ad, that trailer's fucking horrible the way that they market it is not like that no and they should have just made it goofy silly dum-dum because it is that it seems like it's like a standard rom-com like yeah john tucker must die or like some really old school early yeah. 2000s rom-com chick flick type thing it kind of is that and it really it succeeds as that mm-hmm. but when he decided that it was going to be like this big like gay rights crusade 
to like go make people watch it that's when i'm like no girl i was like it's not really about that though like i mean there's mm-hmm. no he was like if you're not a homophobic weirdo go see this movie this weekend and uh, like it should have just been like i made like an actually really dumb funny gay guy movie that you can watch with your girls right. on like a movie night yeah and it shouldn't have been pitched as this like queer like we're gonna make jokes about how bi people always want representation ha 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 like yeah and there are jokes like that in there that are you know total groaners and suck but Mm -hmm. there was a lot of it that i did laugh in the theater i feel like it had potential to be just like a really good comedy yeah and then maybe it just fell short i didn't see it so i need to watch it to even fucking say that it was a failure of marketing it was a failure of vision and i also think billy eichner got an ego about it Yes. And decided that he was making the, the gay movie, movie. Mm-hmm. that was going to change people's minds about mainstreaming gay guys. And like, but no, like, just don't do like we like we're not going to do that. Just I think like point. the Goofy Goober movie, the Goofy Goober. Like when people watch like again, John Turk must die, Mean Girls, uh-huh. fucking uh, what's uh, what's the party movie? Fucking X part of oh fucking Project X. Project Why could I not remember it? Project it's a great X. Great fucking movie. The Hangover. Like those are just movies that exist. To be funny, uh huh, and are just there. Yeah, and right? I don't think I think if it was pitched the right way, people a hundred percent would have gone to go see it. It could be a movie that's just fucking just sit there, watch it, laugh. It's dumb. It's funny, and yeah. then you could it has rewatch potential if it's funny enough. The name is horrible. Bros, Bros is really dumb. Bros is really dumb. Has absolutely nothing to do with the plot because Cat, the like, Billy Eichner's character is a faggot. Yes, and it would be different if it was like two straight men guys. guys guys fall in love, but that's not the case at all. They're both. That'd be a like, funnier they're movie. They're both club gays. They're both like nightclub fucking fags. Yeah. Like take a book out of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and have the gay guy love interest be a construction worker who's like, I don't know how to be fucking gay. Exactly. Oh my God. That would have been a funny movie if they were both like straight actors. Imagine right. watching Billy Eichner try to play the a straight guy The best gay movie out. I've ever seen is fucking, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. <laughs> Is that Adam Sandler? Is that Adam Sandler and the Kevin James where they have to pretend <laughs> they pretend to be married for like tax benefits? Yeah, they pretend to be gay guys married. And they're both firemen and then all the firemen are like, you're a fag and whatever. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's any like really good gay movies I've seen. Like gay, like a movie where like the main character is like gay guy or trying to act gay. Honestly, no. No, I hated Moonlight. Call Me By Your Name is boring. There are some <sighs> indie movies. Yeah, oh, well, I loved um, Weekend is a great movie. Mm-hmm. Kind of a di- kind of a downer. Yeah, that's the thing is that like all the quality whatever gay movies are like like the art schooly ones. love movies where it's like gay guys can't be together or they'll die. Right, <laughs> you know that kind of thing. Which I understand why there's people are trying to do this kind of thing where it's like mm-hmm. just silly and whatever. Who cares? Yeah, but huh? Is the cleaning okay? That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's scrubbing the wall, and he's trying to. He's nervous. Oh, no, it's he's too t- loud. No, it's totally fine. Um, <laughs> and get some good background noise. That's fine. I really like the faggot from Will and Grace. Oh, you're yeah. just like the comedic relief. Yes, love that. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing is that I feel like gay guys are always best suited as these like kind of side characters or like mm-hmm. I don't know. There's like dignified subplots for gay guys even in like Game of Thrones and shit. Where it's like, right, exactly. You know, where mm-hmm. it's like literally just like oh, they're gay. They're just gay. Right. And they're going to get killed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think gay guys live Period. on past like season three of Game of Thrones. <laughs> <Period>. <laughs> I'll die. <laughs> they're in the new Game of Thrones spinoff, this gay guys. I saw And they live happily the- ever after. I'm, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to wait until all of it's out because I'm going to get impatient and watch like half of it now. I think you'll like it. It's not as good as classic GOT. I love classic GOT. But it's 
it's watchable it's solid and i will ride for classic geo got now that i've rewatched it it's so good like the last two seasons just just they suck but like everything everything from season one until like five or yeah. even six like it makes the whole thing worth it it makes the whole i thing mean even if it. it's messy and rushed at the end it's like who cares i actually skipped the last episode and i'm like i feel no one should watch that. the last episode no. you should watch the second to last episode and pretend the final one doesn't exist and just imagine it ended like the sopranos i would really 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 recommend just not even watching the last season yeah, the whole season, really the final season could be skipped in its entirety. It could be skipped. Make up your own ending. Yeah. Choose your own adventure. Choose your own adventure. Mm-hmm. However you want it to end would have been better yeah, Brianne than what happens. Yeah, Brienne did not sleep with Jamie. Nope. Not in my book. Not in my book. She was not outside in her house coat. <laughs> That's what Dick does. That's what Dick they does. They got my girl Brienne outside in her house coat in the middle of a snowstorm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Dick does. That's what Dick does. does. Dick is evil. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Dick does. Anyway. Um so bros did flop, and that's the moral of the story. And it's because and it of te- that. Did it technically flop? Like was he actually like, oh, it actually wasn't doing good numbers? It debuted severely under budget. Oh no. Like it didn't make any money. Like it like I think the budget was like twenty one million and they ca- the it made f- under five million the first oh, weekend. No. So it's gonna be a box office bust. Damn. Blows. But also don't go to Twitter to like it's like bitch and moan about it. it. Tan- yeah, then you're I not. I mean, like, he has to do damage control because he just does. Like putting up with like why your movie did so bad. Yeah, and I it's like it. if it's uh, if, it, if it's being outperformed by like movies that no one's even fucking heard of. There's like this movie called like The Dragon Woman or something that's like <laughs> literally never heard of this You've movie. Never heard of it. Ever, ever, ever. And it's it's doing better at the box office. Like it's above by like two positions. None of you fucking homophobic straight people. Yeah. Straight people famously love watching gay guy stuff if it's the yes. right gay guy stuff. And maybe, maybe it has to be just like it was in early 2000s where it doesn't have to be explicitly gay. You don't have to make the gay comedy. Just no. make like the Devil Wears Prada and every faggot will memorize yeah. every line regardless. And uh, the true gay movie is a movie about women. Yep. In the same way that with pop music, the reason why we don't need gay guys to make pop music is because the best kind of pop music is just made by a girl. Yeah. The best gay movie is when Anne Hathaway breaks up with her toxic boyfriend. Yep. Or when Anne Hathaway is like dragged by her hair by Miranda Priestly. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. When four women are in a corporate room and they're all just fucking throwing shade at each other. When when women are just a bitch. Bitch. Or they're like screaming and having a demonic possession. John Tucker must fucking die. Have you seen it yet? I feel like me. I have seen John Tucker must die. I think equally one of my favorite movies of all time. Pretty, pretty huge. Big time, big time winner. It's prime time, Tucker. Hasta la vista, mother. Stop with the rhyming. (laughs) What? Is that a line from it? John Tucker must die. (laughs) That's so funny. John, there's only one guy out there for me and you are not him. And they were going to play that at his birthday party. And they do. And she tries to pull the plug. And then she has to explain why she said that. Damn. Because they're trying to fucking fuck him over. Good movie. Great movie. <sighs> just make more comedies like that. <laughs> yeah, they really don't make them like that no more. Yeah. Just re-release John Tucker Must Die in theaters. And I will go watch it every weekend until it's not in theaters. Yeah, exactly. I'm there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm big time there. Um, We talked about the whole Dahmer thing and didn't even mention Kesha. So it's Cash too late a, for that. Kesha's just a dumb fuck. Kesha's retarded. 
She's a terrible artist. She literally just no backbone, no like respect for like what made her music good. Just doesn't give a shit. Was just totally willing to blow it up and make dumb fucking like you made Cannibal, right? So like <laughs> the whole thing is that like, like Cannibal, like she did a performance of Cannibal and didn't say the Jeffrey Dahmer line because it's like offensive to thirteen people. <laughs> but then you like do the whole song, like you do, like I just don't get like. Why would you do this when people are not going to give a fuck in three days? And people won't. You're performing a song. Do you think Nicki Minaj is going to censor Marilyn Monroe? (laughs) Call me a curse. Or just call me blessed if you can't handle my worst. You can't handle my best. Is this how Marilyn... Is this how... Is this how... Felt. <laughs> Actually, one of her best songs, <laughs> and I do know every word, girl. Is this how it felt? Damn, Cuffy has to change her name off Twitter to Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe, yeah, she can't anymore. She can't anymore. Sorry, Cupcake. They're like, um, Marilyn Monroe was actually a sex worker. <laughs> Marilyn Monroe, sex worker. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, I think Kesha has too many strikes where I lost count. I don't give a fuck about Kesha. Don't care anymore. She's Kesha just, is making like, like if Miley Cyrus's music is bad, which it is, she's yeah. already make she's making that exact music but worse. And at least with Miley, she always has made bad music, but a lot yes. of it was good bad music. Yes. Four by four, and away we go, go and away we go. go, and away we go, away we go, and away we go. Huh? I'm a female rebel, can't you tell? Parking in the morning, stripping the nail, leaning in the window, just running out, driving so fast, but to piss on myself. <laughs> the song with RuPaul, unfucking listenable. The worst song possibly ever recorded. I. But I do know all of Ride Shine Clocks' pussy time. I love that video. That video is so funny. I forgot Mondo, about that bit. Yeah, I think Mondo brought it up, yes. and then um. The one where you're just reading the Busgina tweet is one of my... F- I crack, I laugh out loud in my bed every time it comes up and I'm like, I have to listen to it one more time. It's one of your best, I think. Oh my God. Awesome that tweet. day, I literally had to like... I texted that, a screenshot of that to multiple people and I was like, I literally can't be alone with this. I feel like that day was bad because it was like a, it was like pride. It was like June or something. Yes. It was not a good day. Not a good day for gay people everywhere. <laughs> Bring back tops that suck and slurp on bussy lips. I'm not talking <laughs> those. 2022. I'm not talking those little kitty licks. licks that some of y'all do. <laughs> I'm talking sucking and slurping. I want my labia majora. <laughs> to see puffy pink labia, labia majora, majora on my bus gina when you're finished. What the fuck is wrong with you? New thing to say around the house just dropped. Bus gina. <laughs> Unreal. Bus China is like such a, like bussy. In, even in of itself, is kind of a rage. <laughs> because the P in pussy doesn't stand for girl. Like bus already. Like my bus is already. Right. Yeah. Bus China. Bus China. No. <laughs> it takes a really fucking specific person to have a thought like that. Yeah. Yeah. It takes talent. Yeah. It takes someone with shaken baby syndrome. Your neurons got together. And fried. Somehow made up the word bus China for you to say. Fetal alcohol thought to have. (laughs) 
<laughs> Blisgina alcohol syndrome. <laughs> Fetal Blisgina. No, wait. <laughs> Fetal Blisgina? My... I'm having I'm having an ultrasound done on my baby and they're like there's the vagina. I go excuse me they go, excuse huh? me <laughs> oh sorry <laughs> Dude, I forgot you were in the room uh, oh my god that baby is a huge hush puffy pink lady <laughs> <laughs> oh this is disgusting yeah, me doing the ultrasound wow those are not kitten licks those are not kitten licks Kitten, it's the most disgusting tweet I've ever seen. <laughs> it was like back to back to back, <laughs> grossest thing I've ever. Heard. <laughs> he was being like deadly serious, so serious. And then in the replies, people were like, "True." It makes me like Lady sweat. Madura, it, my bus China, my bus China, my bus China. God, do you sit at a like dinner table horrible. with like your mom, your dad, your grandparents, uh, any of them? Oh, I gotta bliss. tell you, in this new year, I'm not putting up with anyone who doesn't leave my bus China swollen. Period. Period. <laughs> swollen. Labia majora post China. I like to just cut it around. <laughs> Do you have any other examples of the worst tweet you've ever seen? Any others come to mind? You paired the the one that I actually thought of when I saw that first tweet was the one that you also said about oh, the Oh yeah, the Mexican Latin people have been having queer sex forever. We yeah. can eat rice and beans and still bottom. That's disgusting. I'm like, I'm sure you're right, but I fucking would never. Right. He's like, what's with all these burritos and bottoming jokes? It's Lati- a little. A, it implies that Latino people only eat burritos. Yeah. <laughs> like rice and beans, which you're retarded first, A. Yeah, they're like, Mexicans have been getting fucked with an ass full of beans for decades. <laughs> an ass full of just pinto, bitch. Pinto in my all. And it didn't stop me. Didn't stop me? Nope. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> fucking gross. But I really do think Bostina checks the cake. Plus, China takes the cake for fucking sure. Never, never been so haunted by a tweet. I think about it, like, a lot. (laughs) (laughs) There was another one, because I really was trying to look for, like, a really good one. Yeah. Um, but it was a really gross one from, like, like, from our high school days, where someone tweeted, like, I want you to, like, fuck me on the table in front of my family until I'm, like, crawling on the floor! (laughs) Snail trail comes! It was bad, and I found it, and I don't know where... Fucking so gross. Back when Twitter used to be, like, like, no land, for God. I tried to do it purely out of memory because i those i mean if they're seared into my brain in such a way they must be the worst but mm-hmm. i never really i didn't formally dig through all my screenshots oh my of God. things that I, horrible shit I'm, I'm sure i've seen in the past i missed some really good tweets from high school though like because people really didn't give a fuck twitter i feel like is something a little new these past couple years yeah it definitely does not feel the same well I whenever that. i see something that is as horrible or disgusting as something I remember seeing as a teen. Yes. Whenever I see that, I'm like, that account's going to be gone next week. Yep. There's no Mm-mm. fucking way they're lasting. Or like sometimes I will see like a viral thing from high school come up on my Twitter again or like on TikTok mm-hmm. again. It's like something brand new that someone's trying to like pass as brand new. And I'm like, holy yeah. shit, I'm old. Yeah. 
in the replies of <laughs> the thing that was like, can you think of like, what's the worst tweet you've ever read? Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of them was Howling Mutants tweet. He said, thinking back when I was at the beach with pals and a lady was toweling down her seven-year-old or so kid fully nude and he had an abnormally big dick. And I said, holy shit, check out the size of that kid's cock. <laughs> and boy, oh boy, is that everyone I wished I could take back. <laughs> Holy shit, look at the size of that boy's <laughs> cock. <laughs> Abnormally huge. <laughs> like shit like that. Like that's such, such a funny story. It's so gross. Oh my god. <laughs> my pussy keep talking. Ugh. Wash me. Wash me. <laughs> Wash me. That was another one I saved. My favorite my coworker boohoo crying. <laughs> What? Tell me why the hell my coworker boohoo quines. <laughs> my coworker boohoo crying. I said, "Girl, what's wrong?" He's like, "My ex died." Girl, my ex. <laughs> oh, we don't go my. Ex. Girl, it's my ex. I said, "Girl, fuck him." She said, "Girl, he, he died." died. <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong, girl? It's my ex. Girl, it's girl, my ex. Fuck girl, fuck ex. him. Girl, he died. Girl, he died. <laughs> That's a good one. That's and one then, of the best tweets. N word. N word. After the quotes are done, she goes N word. <laughs> Damn, I really wish I found the fucking the the cum slut one, but Ugh, cause that was that was a great one. They're a dime a dozen. Yeah, they are. My coworker boohoo crying. On the other hand, oh, you had to be there. You, <laughs> you had, had to be there. Had to fucking be there. I missed that Twitter. Yeah. Um. Well, we've definitely done the time. Yeah, we got through everything. Yeah. Well. Period. Proud. Proud. Another. Another. Another banger in the bag up a brand new car from the dispensary cannot wait hell yeah cannot wait i just got a a 10 movie pass at music oh, box because they're showing all these like scary movies this month i want to go to music box because my coworker told me about it too it's so like fun yeah i want to go to music box soon i got a, t- a pass where you can go 10 times this month and see nice. any of the halloween movies that they're screening and i'm going to the first one tonight and then around christmas they do a lot of like classic christmas mo- movies too right show do work okay i'm excited for both of those I- i'm down yeah. to do both I'll pick. I'll pick a good one, and we can go to them. Mm-hmm. I love a nice horror movie or like a scary movie. God, me too. Mm-hmm. Next, I thought it was gonna be Friday the Thirteenth next week, but it's gonna be Thursday the Thirteenth next week. Ugh. Ew. It's so annoying, right? Like, it's literally very <laughs> it's annoying. So fucking annoying. Like it's October. Uh, I'm so pissed about my birthday. I had an amazing idea for my birthday. <laughs> okay. And oh, is it not happening anymore? Well, the theater. I wanted to rent out the music box, mm-hmm. and they're rented out through the end of the year. So Shit. I asked, which is insane. Yeah. And then I asked the Logan Theater mm-hmm. and to rent out one of the screening rooms. So scary. It's a thousand dollars. Right. Go fund me, guys. <laughs> yeah. So if right, you so guys want to wire me one K, <laughs> so I can have the birthday party of my yeah. dreams, check out the link in the description of this yeah, fucking check podcast. Yeah. Link in bio. Um, That's insane. Yeah. It's fucked up. Really, like renting out a room. Right. Fuck off. Like, oh, that's For so annoying. thousand dollars? That seems like an insane price. I, mean, I was like, ha. Huh. Because the, the music box told me the price of theirs, it was 250 That's easy. That's doable. 200 I mean, come on. That's... It's to rent sh- out a theater, it's like, I know what I'm getting myself right. into. It's going to be something. It's going to be something. thousand fucking dollars? I'd say you're on For track, me maybe. to bring a DVD from home? Fuck that. Girl. Yeah. Music box rented out until the end of the year. That sucks. Yeah, I know. I was like, should I delay my birthday? And I was like, no. So now I'm going to come up with something else. Mm -hmm. But that's a good idea, though. I know. I'm still waiting on one other theater, but I have a feeling it's even more nice than the Logan. Oh, it's going to be crazy. Which makes me think it's going to be exorbitant. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to come up with something else. (laughs) Yeah. I feel you. But I know I'm going to do a little wristband moment. And I'm going to be 
belligerent. <laughs> I want to do an Oktoberfest thing. I haven't done an Oktoberfest yeah. thing in Chicago, mm-hmm. and I really would love to. Yeah, I do think that that would be. There's definitely still stuff happening this month for that. We should go to. I'm down. This weekend there's a Mario Kart tournament, and That's I'm gonna win. So fucking excited. I'm so excited i'm so excited i've like already decided i'm gonna win we haven't gone back to this place in so long too i don't know if i like am what? like who i'm really competing with i don't know either like how good are the girls really because i played online and i'm pretty good online for me it's always like i'm always like oh i think i'm good at this nintendo game and uh-huh. then three people kick my ass completely right. and then i'm like oh i'm actually not, i was like, good for like oh me. i thought i was good but i'm good for like my friend group <clears> my friend group. suck yep <laughs> <laughs> for the people that don't play the game exactly but yeah. you know keep 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 me in your thoughts girls yeah Kids. i want to i want to make this fall the fall where i do just a bunch of like shit yeah i want to do a pumpkin patch i want to do yeah. oktoberfest somewhere i want to i want to take this cable knit sweater out on the town on the God town damn it. break her in <laughs> yeah exactly yeah show her off mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah work <sighs> well it's been an episode it's been an episode kind of a long one yeah i feel like i've been sitting here for a minute hour 45 sick and a free one too you're welcome you're welcome everyone but i think this week we're gonna do another with someone <gasps> i don't know if this someone knows what we're talking <laughs> about well enough i love it <laughs> to do what we're doing but i did ask mm-hmm. so we'll see and if not it'll just be like a really fun thing yeah it'll be goofy goofy goober hour <laughs> goofy goober hour it's gonna be an- another gay little monkey which we haven't done in a hot minute we haven't done gay little monkey in a i second. was like we're always gonna do gay little monkey every, <laughs> every other week and then i was like no and then we've had four total yeah we've been doing it for like six months because our paid episodes are not necessarily gay little monkey every time because no sometimes yeah. it's just a regular episode gay little monkey is specifically with a guest i feel usually gay little monkey is best suited for a guest yes i agree because they're usually a game, and it's nice to bring in a neutral party. I love a game. I love a ranking. I a love ranking, a fun yeah. thing to do with a guest. Yeah. But that I is- think we're going to resuscitate the monkey mm-hmm. in question. Gila <laughs> 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 monkey has been revived. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And he's swinging from tree to tree. You really swinging from tree to tree? You better, you better believe. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Any closing thoughts? Um, fuck. It's October fucking 3rd. I know september sucked balls yeah hated it um stay warm yeah (laughs) (laughs) stay warm stay warm out there folks (laughs) 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 bye bye